Hello and welcome back to our study of Pnei Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Yezim Alamed Shlita. First, I want to apologize for a bit of a glitch that we had with the audio in yesterday's edition. It has since been fixed, I certainly hope, and I want to thank our loyal listeners for pointing that out. Still the challenges, trials, and travails of modern technology, a whole new area that I myself have had to learn, certainly in this arena, but thank you for pointing that out. But the full body of that episode is now uploaded and should be working properly. And again, thank you for all the feedback. So we'll finish our week today, a special day, Yom Yerushalayim, the 28th day of year, Chavches Iyar, Yom Cheris Yerushalayim, a wonderful day in the history of Medina Israel, of course, in 1967, when we had the reunification of our holy city of Jerusalem, city I hope to be visiting in short order, certainly this summer, and we have a big community mission going as well. So today we have to recognize, celebrate Zehayom HaSashem Nagila Venis Mechabo. But let's finish our week of study on the topic of Achnas Orchem, a short chapter, but one that is entitled Sever Panim. Yeshna mitzvah shagam imyasa osam hadam ba'atzvus, afa pishali yikamen kemitzvah minamuvchar, mikamakam kayimasa mitzvah. So sometimes we talk about one's disposition when performing a mitzvah. So there are some mitzvahs that even if a person does so in sadness, and even though it may not be the optimal performance of the mitzvah, but nevertheless, there will be a level of fulfillment. However, when it comes to interpersonal mitzvah, mitzvah between you and your friend and your neighbor, if there is no warmth whatsoever, if there is no connection to any sort of camaraderie or love or anything like that, then the mitzvah has seemingly lost all of its value and meaning. Therefore, if one wants to fulfill the mitzvah of welcoming guests, you have to show love to your guests, you have to look after their well-being and their honor and their dignity. You have to welcome them with a happy countenance. And you have to make every effort to try and fill their needs. And if they're sad, we try to console them with words. Because imagine someone's in a situation where they have nothing to eat. They have to rely on the kindness of others. It's a tremendous amount of personal suffering a person has to go through if they have to resort to asking others for help. Ramalamed tells a story that sometimes once a person told him the following story, He says that after the Second World War, a refugee came to them, and they hosted him for many days in their home. When Shabbos came, they honored him with benching. We have this, what we say in benching in the paragraph of Rachim, that we say that we daven to Hashem. Hashem, please provide us with our needs so that we shouldn't need 
to take a handout from any individual. We shouldn't need anybody's loans. Only from your open and full hand and holiness and your breadth of all your kindness, God, so that we shouldn't be embarrassed and we shouldn't be in a situation of having to feel shame forever. So when, when they got to this paragraph of the guest, this refugee from the war, he could not control his tears and he began to cry. This is an example of how much a guest, especially we're talking about guests who are in need, about the suffering that they have. So it's not enough, Chazal tell us, to give someone just a good meal. But you have to make him feel welcome, you have to make him happy, you have to console him. You have to try and put him at ease say things that will uplift his spirits. And as soon as the guest comes, you should put food and drink in front of him, because maybe he's already hungry and thirsty, and is ashamed, and he is afraid to ask. By doing so with alacrity, then the guest will understand that indeed he is wanted that he is loved. And sometimes, just to feel part of a larger community, part of a larger group, is just one step closer to feeling that dignity which every single person deserves. I'll also share with you from personal experience that mentioning this Pasuk of Asam, that every single year in Yeshiva on Yom Kippur, my Rebbe, Rabbi Beryl Wine, Shlita, should live and be well, he had a custom that he would hand out sweets. They would give out candy to everyone of the Yeshiva Bachram on Erev Yom Kippur, aside from the fact that the Vilna Gon and others mention the mitzvah of eating something every single second as possible, that the Gemara says that as much as you eat on Erev Yom Kippur, it's as if you fasted both days, the Drush and the Gemara. But he also wanted to fulfill, he's saying that if it's been decreed against you that you should have to take a handout from someone, let this be that handout, and let the handout be a sweet one. So certainly a tremendous lesson for all of us when we have guests, how not only... Having them in our home is important, but the way in which we have them, the way in which we carry ourselves, and so much of Yiddishkeit, especially when it comes to interpersonal mitzvahs, has to do with our Sever Panim. What sort of face do we put on? And do we smile, and do we say hello, and do we greet people, etc., etc.? That is extremely important in the eyes of halacha, and just in the eyes of common decency. So, again, Chag Yom Yerushalayim, Chayrus Sameach to everyone. Wishing everyone a peaceful and restful Shabbos ahead. Shabbos Mevarachim. Shavuos is upon us. Big week next week. We'll continue our learning, God willing, as we get closer and closer to Zman Matan Torah. But until then, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Wish each and every one of you a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you.